Welcome to the Nourished by Nature podcast. Gain tips and tricks on how to live fully while losing weight successfully. Here's your host, Shindy Unger. Hi, everyone. Welcome. Firstly, we'll begin with the questions as usual. To reach me to sign up for the program, the number is 646-498-6696. This is only for signing up. If you have questions, please leave it here. First question, do you have ideas for a nursing mom that wants to eat healthy, but vegetables makes the baby gassy? Some things to keep away from when nursing is raw onion, raw garlic, spicy foods, cabbage, eggplant. These foods are specifically gassy, but just eating vegetables is great for your baby. They need these nutrients as much as adults need it. And the idea that cockish cake makes great milk is a myth. This myth was developed around low-fat trends. As long as you're not restricting fats, then there's no benefit whatsoever to eating highly processed food. You're not being selfish by taking care of your health. A healthy mom makes a healthy baby. Many issues that we have with newborns can be prevented with proper nutrition. The best thing you can eat when nursing is a hearty bowl of vegetable soup. As much as you need starches and proteins, you need vegetables too for proper nutrition. There are many factors that can contribute to gaziness in babies, such as the mother's stress levels, lack of sleep, etc. Before you ditch vegetables, consider improving your life in other areas for the sake of having a calmer baby. If after all this, you still feel that vegetables makes your baby cranky, I would suggest to consider giving your baby antacids just to help with the adjustment until the stomach is fully developed. Your needs and your nutrition is not any less important than your baby's, and you're fully entitled to take good care of yourself even while you're nursing. Question, you said the stomach naturally shrinks. What do you mean by that? Do you mean it with weight? What I mean with the stomach naturally shrinks is that processed foods override satiety cues, leading to overeating and expanded appetite. Natural foods, when you stick to eating only natural foods, your appetite shrinks over time. In the beginning of your journey, you may feel like you need to prepare so much food, and it can be time-consuming, but it's only like that in the beginning. With time, you don't need so much food to fill you up, and for this reason, it's not necessary to be so highly focused on portion size when you eat natural foods only. Next question, exercise strengthens the muscles and muscles weigh more. So what's the point of exercising if you're focusing on the scale, if it makes you weigh more? Okay, so firstly, being hyper-focused on the scale is not a healthy habit at all. And now let's talk about exercise. Your question is a common one. The point of exercising is not just to burn calories. The reason why we exercise, why exercise is so beneficial for weight loss is because strong muscles equal strong metabolism. And that's the ultimate goal, to have a good metabolism. In the long run, you definitely lose better and look better when you exercise. Ask yourself this question. Do I want the scale to look better or the mirror to look better? If the mirror is your goal, then go ahead, exercise. You're not walking around with a sign that announces how much you weigh. You'll agree that it really makes no difference what the scale says as long as you look your very best. So definitely go ahead and add exercise to your routine. In the last episode... When we discussed frying, I mentioned that fat doesn't make fat, and this idea applies to other food components as well. Let's take sugar. Sugar, in and of itself, doesn't cause diabetes. Now, if you weren't born today, then you're definitely questioning these statements. What's all the hype about low-fat products if fat doesn't make fat? What's all the hype about sugar-free products if that's not the cause of diabetes? And why do all doctors recommend and warn to eat low-fat, sugar-free foods? So yes, it is typical medical, medical advice to limit fat and sugar. So what am I saying here? I'll explain it with a scenario. Recently, a friend shared with me that she's trying to control her sugar levels due to doctor's orders. She thinks she's having too much fruit and she'll try to limit it. 
in the same conversation, she goes on to tell me how she had a very hectic season with many simchas, Bar Hashem. I curiously asked her how she manages her weight with all those nights out, close weddings, shave brachas all week. She admitted that she eats at the simcha. Yes, she skips the starch, but she allows herself to eat the rest of the food. And she even brings along her vegetables to compensate for the starch that she's skipping. Now, that's very impressive. She's having her vegetables at a simcha, which is great. I have one more piece of advice, though, for anyone who relates to this scenario. When you need to watch your weight or your sugar, if you have a choice between eating fruit or a catered meal of soup and chicken, which is more damaging? Surprise, surprise. The answer is catered food. She is fooling herself when she blames fruit for her high sugar. Like I said, sugar in and of itself doesn't lead to high sugar. Catered food is extremely damaging. Catered food leads to obesity or diabetes. Fresh fruit is the best thing you can eat anytime. The last thing you should do is limit your fresh fruit. You're better off getting into the habit of eating more fruit. I'm not talking to anyone who's already diagnosed with diabetes, Rahman al-Hassan. With Hashem's help, we can avoid that by properly educating ourselves on nutrition. If you're skeptical about what I'm saying, let me explain. Not too long ago, it was believed that all calories are created equal. For example, it makes no difference if you eat a donut or a whole wheat bread as long as you're not going over the calorie limit for the day. That's like saying that it makes no difference what you pour down the drain of your kitchen sink, orange juice or gasoline, as long as you don't exceed the calorie limit. Is that so? Last I checked, orange juice is easily washed away with water and gasoline will give you a clogged drain. When you take a food into your mouth, think, will this easily be washed down the drain? Do you still think that it makes no difference whether you have a donut or a whole wheat bread? I'm here to tell you that the idea of all calories are created equal is not true. It's a myth that led to severe consequences such as increased obesity rates and increased digestive issues. These increases came from the notion that fruit is worse than catered food. It definitely gives business to caterers and takeout stores and the food industry. And that's a big reason why we have these wrong beliefs in the first place. The food industry will do anything to promote their business at the risk of our health. If you're looking to make a change, the first thing to do is cut out processed food. Any food that you're being served at a simcha is highly processed. Processed food sits around the system and does not digest. It's like gasoline in the kitchen drain. It does not get washed away. Food that doesn't digest is dangerous and leads to disease. The number one rule for weight loss is to eat digestible food. Put all those old-fashioned ideas about calorie control and low-fat diets in the garbage. It is very logically disproven. There's no food that can be better for you than natural food. The less you mess with food, the easier it digests. When food is digested, you're left with the nutrients, the energy. You'll make good use of that energy. On the other hand, a donut will never fully digest. It will slowly turn into fat into your ba- in your body. Not only is it a struggle to control your weight, you're left without energy either. The idea of all calories are created equal is just so counterproductive. No wonder our generation has diet trauma and we link diet with deprivation. With the approach of it's okay to have processed food, as long as you stick to calorie limit, you definitely feel deprived. Deprived of energy, deprived of vitality, and deprived of positive results. Now you may be thinking the same way we believed it to be true for so many years. Maybe what I'm preaching now is also a trend that will be disproven, so why accept it as a fact? For years, scientists believed that all calories are equal in regards to weight gain, and they probably were right back at the time. It's not that the science changed, it's that the food changed. Highly processed food is a modern issue. No one could have guessed how badly it'll affect our health. It seemed to be the solution to world hunger and so many other food-related problems. With food being shelf-stable, we're less reliant on fresh produce. It's simple to import and export. Packaged foods are great in so many ways. When it becomes our daily food, then it's a problem. There's a time and place for everything. The fact that the snack aisle in the grocery store became 20 times the size that it was when we were growing up, that's a very sad reality. It's too bad that our kids are spoiling their taste buds with preserved foods that are barely related to a natural food. But I'm not saying to put kids on a diet. The least you can do as an adult is make educated choices for yourself. 
Eat foods in their natural form. Snacks, as in the snack bags sold in the grocery store, are a bad habit. Stick to snacking on fruits and nuts and don't think or worry about calories. Old school, old school weight loss warns us to be very restrictive with nuts. And that's a bad message because instead we went looking for processed nuts, snacks. Nuts is the best snack you can have after vegetables or fruit. It's natural. That's what counts most. Use dry roasted nuts that have no added oils and you're good to go. I can't tell you to eat the whole container simply because it's too out of the box. But between you and me, I have yet to meet the man that became obese from eating nuts. You're much more likely to be obese from eating low-fat, quote-unquote, snacks. Get into the habit of gnashing on nuts because it's good for you. Even better is if you eat them in a salad. That way, you're adding bulk to the snack to make you feel full quicker. For example, a good snack idea would be some romaine lettuce mixed with a diced orange or diced mango and slivered almonds. That way, you feel full and you're filling up with natural foods. It's definitely better than eating, quote-unquote, low-fat popcorn. Contrary to popular belief. That's that for now. Be your own cheerleader. Remember to count your victories. Only you can know for yourself if you're growing and changing and making better choices. Don't let it go unnoticed and pat yourself on the back. All the best. Until next time. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to hear more, call 212-444-1900, press 5 then 7 and be inspired. The ideas expressed in this podcast are the opinion of an individual based on current weight loss research. Please consult your doctor before making any changes to your eating plan.